Bob got Ryan Weathers going today. What did you like about him in his last outing? I like the way he competed. And, I, you know, we talked about his demeanor and, you know, coming to spring training and, you know, earning his keep and, and fighting for everything. I think it showed up, uh, you know, in his last start. And, you know, he's been working on his off-speed stuff, which is important to him. He's got a good fastball, but I'm looking forward to watching him get his second start. Anything you want to see a little bit more of out of him in start number two? Uh, maybe a little bit more consistent in the zone. He threw some pitches that, you know, you know, a few feet off at times. You know, you want to be a little bit more consistent, even with your, some of your misses, but nitpicking a little bit. Uh, yeah, well, he threw. He played catch today, and we're, we're going to see him on Thursday and determine when his next rehab start will be. But it was good to, to have him throw today, and I think he's going to play a little catch tomorrow as well. I know we talked about it yesterday a little bit with Nelson Cruz and his veteran approach to play. What kind of a presence can he have in his yeah, he's gotten off to a great start. You know, there's some, you know, you look at some of his matchups, and I know that some of them are a long time ago, but it's like there isn't a pitcher that he doesn't have two or three homers against, and it's tough not to, you know, because I'm kind of a matchup guy. Um, but we're, I think we're doing, between he and Carp, we're trying to get them both decent matchups, but off to a good start. I think that really serves him well, knowing that last year he had some things going on, had the eye surgery, and feels pretty good about himself right now. So, Joe, there's no schedule yet? No, we're going we're gonna to figure that one out when we get home. So, we played play catch today, going to play catch tomorrow. Could be as soon as Thursday? Uh, maybe as soon as Friday, hopefully, yeah. And Pomerantz, I'm up to date on this one. Pomerantz has his first rehab start with El Paso on Thursday. Re- not start, rehab game. I don't know. I'm not that up to speed. <laughs> David Dahl, has he come along in his progression? He's in Arizona right now. Still, it's going to take some time for him. I think it's going to, you know, be at least the full complement of days, and then that's probably before he even gets into games. I know you like to kind of get everyone involved, get everyone Dixon's right today. Yep. How are you going to be able to do that when Fernando's back? Well, somebody's going to be not going to be here, so. Um, it'll be more difficult. I, I don't know that Fernando's going to come here and play 25 games in a row. Um, but those are good problems to have, knowing that he's coming back, and then we'll have to make, obviously, a roster move. But I didn't want, you know, we got Dixon here. He had a couple home runs the other night, I think, in, in AAA, and you don't want him sitting around too long. So nothing against what Sugar's done, just trying to get him out there and get him a game before he sits around too long. Bob, to that, to that end with Tatis, I'm just in sort of on two fronts. How do you go about figuring out what the right pace is for him to be playing? You know, he's somebody who just has not played in a year. Okay. Right, but he's played basically all of spring, and he's going to have, you know, upwards of, what, 15 or 16 games before he joins us. So he, that won't be the issue. It's, you know, more in communication with the training staff uh, on how many in a row maybe for him. But... As soon as we get him, he's going to be in the lineup that you, first day. Have you gotten any kind of guidance on that ahead of time, or is that? Uh, we're talking about it a little bit right now, and then there was some direction on, you know, his games and how many he was going to play in in AAA before he got here too. And, and then just the other side of it, you know, there's not a lot of 
players who have come back from missing a year. Yeah, Jed, obviously, I know a couple right. of years ago. Um, but, you know, any sort of expectation of, what you, you know, when you look at the player he was before missing time, the only comps in baseball history are like guys who missed time because of the war when you right. look at the level they were at. So what is the expectation like? You know, based on what we saw in spring training and who he is, there's obviously a, a high expectation level. But you, you do have to temper it knowing that he has not played in basically a year and a half. I mean, he's getting his games in now. He is also a very special talent. So nothing would surprise me. But I think it's, you know, to, to ask, to, you know, he's got a 1,000 OPS at the end of this season. I don't know. Um, but, man, he, he looked good in spring training, and he was active on the bases, and he was excited about playing, and, you know, he's, he's a special talent. Um, with the, uh, the increase in stolen bases, obviously they're up over yeah. the first 11, 12 games. At what point do you look at that as, as a new baseline, more of a new baseline, less maybe people experimenting with the new rules? Right. Uh, or is it at that point ready for you? It's already at that point. So, you know, we played Arizona too. And I, I think at some point in time you may see three, three picks over in a row. You may see some pitch outs, a few more pitch outs. We're kind of... You know, early in the season, kind of formulating what, what how is it going to look, and, and you know how are teams going about it. It, it. They are up across the board, and I think probably a lot of teams are thinking about how they're going to try to to combat that.